Welcome to the Important Questions Podcast, the only show where two hosts might have diarrhea during the show. My name is Dave, and I'm here with the Acolytes of Knowledge, Smitty Scott and Rico. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, what's dude? Hello, fellow diarrhea man. <laughs> going through some hard times in the podcast at the moment. You just took hey, away. You, you know, the U.S. is experiencing record norovirus cases, uh, a terrible Wouldn't gastrointestinal uh, virus, which is going around making its rounds. And um, Rico's just got done shitting and barfing. And um, I'm fingers crossed here. It might have just been food, food poisoning, but I've been shitting uh, a, a bit today as well. I'm, I'm on... You know, we're we're recording here at about seven forty Central Time, uh, PM, and I've shit six times today. <laughs> so we're right. in a sample shit. size of four. We're at a rate of twenty five to fifty percent <laughs> norovirus infection in the United States. Don't That's forget correct. to find us on social media and vote for uh, myself for Smitty to see who's going to get the shits next. Oh shit! I didn't yeah. wear a mask. This and then uh, <laughs> Rico, I know you're you're on the tail end of of your infection uh, at this yeah. point. But when you first had it, how how many times did you shit that first day? Uh, um, probably ten times. Ten times, at least. Okay. Um, and that's uh, that's gonna bring me into uh this week's warm up question. But before I do. Gotta say what the show is. This is the show that answers life's most important questions. There are four hosts. We are the Acolytes of Knowledge. Four questions, and it guides us through the topics of the week. That's what you could expect every single week. But first, that sweet, sweet warm-up question that I have for you all this week. Um, I uh, was talking to a friend of mine on Twitter. Uh, We have a group chat that goes around, and when I mentioned that I was taking my fifth poop of the day, and remember, I'm currently on six, uh, his response is, how are you not dead? And I, I thought I thought that was a little bit of an overreaction, right? Because because five poops, five poops isn't like how are you dead? Five poops to me is more like yeah, that's a lot of poops. Uh, so I want to know what is your scale of daily poops on how concerned you are with the person who's pooping? Depends on severity for me. Like, is my stomach upset? Am I running? Am I shotgunning a bunch of liquid to the back of the bowl? Because yeah, five is kind of painful. If they're five regular size poops. I I don't know if I'd be con- Concerned, I would just question what the fuck I ate the day before. Yeah, I mean, even if it was diarrhea, Scott, would you like? I don't think five poops is like. How are you not dead? Five poops is like. Are you okay? Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. 100%. I think ten poops, Rico. Ten poops. I might say, how are you not dead? That's a lot of poops. Yeah, that's when you uh, shit your ass poops. off your body. Yeah, I mean, let's. Most of them were like liquid, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I lost like over five pounds over the course of three days. So, <laughs> damn, dude. Um, you staying hydrated? I've been drinking some Gatorade and a lot of water. Good yeah. man, holy shit. Um, yeah, I for me, I'd say like on a normal day, three would probably be like, what's going on with your body, dude? Um, but yeah, I guess it would also kind of depend on severity and viscosity. Yeah, I think any 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 other person I would heard. Like I poop three times today, I'd be like, "Hey, you got you got an active day." Like that'd be my response. Like, okay, that's a little above average, but like still within the realm of average. Um, five, a little concerned, just like, "Oh, dude, you okay?" Like something like that. Like kind of kind of joking around. Yeah. Um, I don't know if ten maybe crosses that it, that line into how are you not dead yet? Maybe a little bit more than ten. I think um, eight is eight to ten is where I'm like, 
are you okay and like concerned <laughs> right I think there's like are you okay 12, it, 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 anything after 12 is like do we need to take you to the er yeah, yeah okay it goes from are you okay to jesus are you fucking okay yeah <laughs> right there's there's like the comedic like dude you okay five shits holy shit yeah and then the Dude, are you, are you okay? Do you like? Do you need me to go get something from? Do you need, do you need me to like get you some crackers or some some Pedialyte? Yeah, something to rehydrate you. Like, are you okay? That's one yeah, thing. I think I, Twelve. That, that's that's a good number too, Smitty. Twelve yeah. is uh maybe we should go go to the hospital. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. I got some uh, friends that still work at the hospital close by. So if that ever happened, I can ask them to bring me stuff, and I can start an IV on myself and give me some fluids. Look at you, buddy. Yeah, it'd be pretty fucking cool. I'll I'll do house visits for you guys, but I I charge out the ass. So just like every other health do you? Yeah. Uh, personally, no. Hey, and then we can go the other way too. If somebody hasn't shit in like how many days, <laughs> what's concerning? Well, Ooh. that I, that depends on which of us it is because I like you go <laughs> quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, sometimes. I do. I've got Smitty's like I haven't uh, shit yeah. in two weeks. We're like, you'll get there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks. You okay, man? Because when he's like, I uh, pooped once a day for a week, we're like, are you okay? Holy shit. Do we yeah. take you to the hospital? <laughs> exactly. I poop once a day for like three weeks straight. Why are you not dead? If I don't poop at all one day, like the next day, I'm like, uh, I, I better poop within the next hour. Otherwise, I'm going to start freaking out. Yeah. yeah I don't know it's if I like, get that far. I think literally the not only reason out. I don't poop more is because I'm dehydrated all the time. Because like, I can't just use the bathroom whenever I want at work, so I, know I limit my fluid intake just so I don't have to piss while I'm in class, and that's bad. That's not a good thing. Yeah, I know the feeling, though. It's not fun. Yeah. And then you, like, chug a bunch of water when you're about ready to be off work, and then you just piss nonstop from the evening until you have to go to bed, and it's annoying as shit. Pretty much. Hell yeah. I would say 24 Three. hours without poop. I'm just like okay, I, like I'm I'm aware of the fact that I haven't pooped in 24 hours, 48 hours. That's that's where I'd get a little bit nervous, Scott. I th- I think after the second day, I would wonder why the hell I haven't shit or or even had like the urge to shit. Yeah, I I picture it like the face that you have right now. You're just like side eye looking up at the ceiling. Yeah. When was the last time counting counting <laughs> thirty <laughs> little hours? thought bubbles up here? Like when was the last time I Why the hell haven't I shit? <laughs> uh probably probably a couple of days for me. I'd be like, yeah, it's it's been a while, hasn't it? Um I I don't know. For some reason I don't think that would concern me that much. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I mean, the food's got to go somewhere. Like that—that's to yeah. me. That's my concern, right? Is like if I keep eating but I'm not shitting, then where the fuck is it going? Straight to Maybe your my head. brain uses it for energy. Blow up. That's why I do so, so much dumb shit. I'm so stupid. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's my warm-up question for the week. Uh, thanks, boys, for answering my uh, warm-up on the scale of daily poops. We know our I, threshold now for when we need to call 911 <laughs> for each other. I'm going to go through our texts and try and figure out how many times I pooped this weekend. Although I didn't text you guys every time because you would have been annoyed if I had texted you every time. That's, so that's, Dave, that's you have blatantly wrong. Have fallen, fallen off. That's huh? blatantly wrong, Rico. I would have appreciate. I, I, you could text like <laughs> you could, you could do you could do a, a text a minute for eight hours a day. Yeah. 
And I, okay, I'd, I'd be I'll all right. That next time I have Probably by like your right. 15th poo or something in the same day, I would have just mailed you get well soon flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, you didn't text us, so no flowers. I threw up twice before 6.30 a.m. That's like mouth pooping. Yeah. It is like mouth pooping. No shit. Counts. I don't. I still don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I I would prefer having diarrhea over vomiting, like I, ten out of ten times. I agree. Oh yeah, pooped pooped and threw up twice before six thirty a.m. It's a pretty good start. <laughs> I, I will say that's pretty nice. Um, you made a comment, Rico, that you uh, you cleansed your dirty your dirty bunghole with a uh, a good old bidet washing. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 good. Like you don't know how lucky you are to have that bidet. As many times you do some as I damage, shit. you do some yeah, damage many, wiping that much. Yeah, as many times as I shit this weekend, I, my asshole is totally fine. That's totally that's amazing. Fine. Yeah. Asshole's immaculate. I would just be ready taking to fuck ten showers, man. <laughs> you would have taken ten showers. Ten yeah. showers. <laughs> Twenty shits, ten yeah. showers. Oh. <laughs> good ratio. Well, that way I can yeah. Blast so do you, do you wipe <laughs> the times that you shower or no? What? Do you wipe the times that you shower or do you just let the water do it? Ooh. And in that event, do you wash your legs? Ew, no. Uh, poop sterile. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've honestly never had to hop in the shower because uh, I've, I've pooped so hard. And I still would want to wipe before. I don't know why, but I, I'd still want to. Smart. You'd want to get at least the gist of it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can understand not like wiping it to the point of clean paper if you're gonna jump right in the shower. Right. But but you're gonna have to make a few wipes because otherwise yeah. you're gonna like look down at your feet while you're showering and you're just gonna see like the yeah, the brown water starting to like run down. Yeah. That's 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 not a that's not a picture you want to see in the shower. And then I would have to wash my legs. Yeah. And who the fuck do want, who wants to do that? Yeah. No, not me. Uh, just so we can change topic, I've got a crispy. <laughs> Crispy Coke, crispy can here. That says Canada Dry on it. Yeah, it was a Coke. It's Canada Dry. Not a sponsor, but thanks for cracking that open. Let's still talk about poop. <laughs> love me some Canada Dry. It's so good. I can talk all day about how good Canada Dry is. Did you know ginger is good for settling an upset stomach? That's Fuck, a, there's a segue. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> Hundred percent true. I've actually gone as far as like trying to mix up like powdered ginger and water if my stomach's been upset, and it's gross because it's so granular, but it helps. Or it's placebo, one of the two. Am I satisfied? Are you? I, I'm pretty sure I am. Okay. Was your um, question? Did you know that ginger helps an upset stomach? Probably. That was probably my question. Perfect. Uh, Rico. Oh, Jesus. What's your question? All right. So, Smitty, I mentioned this earlier. You're probably having a lot of ammo for this one. Um, so, I was outside uh, grilling yesterday. Hell yeah. Um, and the kids next door were jumping on their trampoline. And they seem like shitheads. They're, they're like no more than nine, eight-ish. And they swear more than I do. And I consider myself like a you know, I, I swear quite a bit. Um, like they were throwing out motherfuckers at each other and they're like brother and sister. And I'm like, that is weird. I don't, I don't think that I was like that yeah. when I was a little yeah. kid. Um, 
So, and this doesn't have to go back to your eight because we don't remember all that much, I guess. But were we like that when we were that young or like a little bit older or has it gotten worse over time? I'm going to say it's gotten worse. I, I don't remember like really religiously cussing at my friends until I was in at least like eighth grade. I was I was dropping um, F-bombs in fifth, I think. Fifth is where I got my start because I thought it was cool. That was like, that's like what, 10 or 11 cool, years old, fifth grade? Hell yeah. What'd you say, what'd you say Dave? I, I I was just thinking of the age. Like fifth grade is 10, 10 or 11, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. Sometime around there. It's 10, I believe. I don't remember cussing like that. I also would have had like a permanent belt mark on the side of my face if I did, mm. if I was ever caught. I was going to say, like, we swore at that time, but we definitely weren't, like, shouting at each other. Like, I remember still, like, like, you would do, like, that look over both shoulders before I told someone to go fuck themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is in a backyard that's, like, three feet away from their back door, and their house is pretty small. So, like, the parents, you know, they know what's going on. They just don't care. Or the parents just aren't home. Or the parents are like, you shut the fuck up, you stupid motherfuckers. Yeah. I didn't choose to have fucking kids. somewhere, but... (laughs) I yeah. will say it, it might be also situational, Rico, because I do remember um, when I was a kid, I was in a youth bowling league, and I remember there being kids my age that um, they would talk to their parents um, with kind of that same voice, with the the same kind of, what do you call mm. it, sailor potty mouth uh, to their parents. Like, I remember being outside of the bowling alley once upon a time and this kid walked out and I don't know what the context of the conversation was, but this kid walks out with his mom and just goes, I don't give a fuck about that guy. He didn't know shit. And that's all I remember hearing as they walked off towards their car and the mom's just like, okay, honey, that's fine. I I remember having uh, two friends. They were, they were brothers and uh, their parents let them swear. Like, whenever but also like their dad anytime he he was around like he had a i remember he let us light off uh fireworks like firecrackers and stuff in the street and his lighter was a middle finger and when you like lit it it went fuck you fuck you so like naturally both those those kids would cuss all the time when i was over there i'm like sure i guess i can get into it and then if like any part of that ever slipped out like to my parents like i said i would have gotten my shit kicked yeah yeah I still don't really swear around my parents. I don't either. And if I do, it's like, you know, tame ones like damn and ass and hell. You know what's weird, Smitty, is I don't really do that either in front of my parents, but my parents are uh, avid players of Jackbox. I don't know if you're familiar with that series of games and whatnot, but a lot of them require drawing. And I started realizing that both my dad and I default to drawing dicks for like everything. So we've, uh, we've crossed that boundary, but I've, don't say fuck in front of them. I uh, I started dropping <laughs> F-bombs not long after both my parents got divorced. And it was like part of it was like an anger thing, um, depending on some of the, the talks or discussions, arguments, whatever you want to call them that we would have. And then it just became like normal. And same thing with like my my grandma. Um, I would let one slip. And now every now and then my grandma will drop an F-bomb. And I'm like, you're so <laughs> fucking cool. I love you so fucking much. This is awesome. Give me a fucking hug. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, and you know I would too. That shit would be awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd hold I'd embrace her be like you son of a bitch. <laughs> Smitty, weren't you saying that uh one of the students that you teach recently 
was like making allusions to their teacher giving blowjobs or something. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this was not me. This was not my class. It was the uh, so my in my room. There's a like a classroom off of my room because it used to be the shop room. So that they used to be like the actual classroom. And my my main classroom is like what used to be where the machines and stuff were. So, um, in her room. Um, she was teaching some eighth grade kids and the eighth grade boys this year are shitheads, just like almost universally. They're all shitheads. Um, there's a couple of them who will grow out of it, but there's plenty of them who are going to continue being shitheads probably for the rest of their lives. Even if they get called on it, they're just going to be shitheads children um, of the future. And that's not necessarily typical because the seventh graders and the sixth graders aren't really like that, at least not yet. But anyway, there were two eighth grade boys in her class. And her in her class, the lesson was something like um, they had to it was something with economics and running a business. So they had to make a menu for like a restaurant they were going to open. Right. Um, these kids, they were like throwing some slang around. I don't even remember what it was. It was something that I'd never heard before, but it was slang for a person who was really good at giving head. And like the teacher, she's like. I don't know, like middle age. She's probably like almost 60. Um, she didn't know what it meant, but she could fucking tell that it was like something transgressive because the kids are not subtle about that shit. And so she like took their papers and like looked it up and then she fucking wrote them both up because it's like, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But like they wrote like they wrote a fucking slang word for somebody who's good at getting head on their projects <laughs> and you could li- it like if you don't recognize a word that a kid is writing either they have terrible penmanship or it's a fucking not a good word that you should be using in school <laughs> like i don't give a shit what the kids do outside of school like they can talk however they want they can do whatever the fuck they want but they're like i do at that point yeah basically they're <laughs> on my site i don't give a shit um but like when you come in school you have to have some decorum right. like i talk like this like outside my fucking job but I'm not going to talk like this in school, obviously. So I expect the same from the kids, you know, but wait, when you and kids run into each other at the grocery store, you just like motherfucker each other. (laughs) Fuck off. kids. Um, It has (laughs) eat shit and die. (laughs) It has not happened where I've run into any of my kids at a grocery store. Um, Thank God, because I've gone. My wife has driven me to the grocery store while I'm high and she's not. And I'll just be like in burkots, just like, oh, like being a fucking idiot. Cabbage. And like I have had like what would you say? Cabbage. Yeah. Um, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, God, I hope I don't run into a kid while I'm super high in a grocery store. That would but be funny. Has, hasn't happened yet. Um, the worst thing that's happened is I was in the coffee shop in town and a couple of my sixth grade kids came in to get coffees in the morning which they don't what? need that shit. But anyway, they showed up and they were like ahead of me and they saw me walk in and their eyes got really big and they got like really weirded out as if I was like, like away from home, my, my fucking school, you know, did like, you ever I don't have, have like, a, a I don't have though? a vivid normal life outside of my fucking <laughs> job, you know? I feel like every kid had that mentality though. Yeah. Well, right. Like it's, I don't it's very weird, that, but like I'll make fun of them for that. School. Yeah. 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 I, I still think it's weird that kids are drinking coffee. Like, I didn't start drinking coffee religiously until I was 
like a freshman in college. Yeah. Cause for some reason I was like, that's just what's normal, you know? And right. I'll have like, like my 14 year old cousin or whatever. He's like, yeah, I like my coffee like this. I'm like, what are you fucking serious? You don't need that shit, dude. Right. I was like, man, yeah. if you, if you need that stuff this early now, you're going to get fucked when you, when you grow like, up into an adult these six grade kids who are getting their coffee drinks. Like, I think for what it's worth, what they ordered was like some sort of like, one of the it wasn't it wasn't a Starbucks, but it, like they have like frappuccinos and shit, right, right, which are basically just a milkshake with some coffee added in. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think that's what they were drinking. So it was mostly just sugar and milk. Yeah, which I mean isn't good, mm. but you know but it's it not like they're nice. hyper caffeinated in my fucking class or like the amount of kids that drink energy drinks too. It's like what the that's fuck, really bad. Man? Like that shit is like worse than coffee. Like easily. you're already bouncing off the goddamn me. walls. <laughs> I was drinking monsters in in yeah. high school, unfortunately. Oh, I was yeah. uh there was there was a period of time and they got rid of all the Jolt. good flavors of monsters and they can go fuck <laughs> themselves. There's no more M eighty, there's no more monster assault. Yeah. Fuck all that shit. Jolt was good too, Rico. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's um I was not good yeah, in my body as a kid, and I still am not. I mean, maybe it's just me, or maybe it was because I started early on, but it, now I can't have a lot of caffeine or I will get very anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking like me. almost like two, two and a half cups of coffee is all it takes for me to go from awake and alert to I think I'm going to die. Yeah. And you feel like so, tingles and spiders on your arms and stuff. Not so much tingles as it just feels like it almost feels like that. Uh, that first part of being high where you feel like you're going to float out of your skin, but like without any oh, of the yeah. pleasure. Oh, I get like, oh. I get like hmm. the hypoglycemic kind of feelings where you're like sweaty, you're like jittery, you're like, I don't know if I'm hungry or if I'm going to throw up. And like, yeah, some little, of that too. Yeah, like a little bit of a headache. I'm trying no to think of like, like, I don't think kids have changed that much since we've been in school. I feel like the because, worst. Like, sorry. No, I mean, like, we did dumb shit in school, too, and, like, a lot of the kids we knew totally. did dumb shit. And, like, I mean, growing up doesn't get any easier. I get it. And these are kids who are raised primarily by the, the internet, so yeah. God knows what they're consuming every fucking day. But, yeah, I was, like, the internet yeah. and, like, COVID. I feel like shit. the worst... Well, COVID fucked people up real bad, yeah. socially at least. Like, the worst thing that I remember doing wasn't really, like, cussing or anything in middle school, but one of our friends had this binder and anytime he took that binder out whoever was in the classroom like obviously in our our friend circle would always grab the binder and draw dicks on it like i mean it it started out blank and it was just fucking filled to the brim and he got in trouble for it a couple times which i felt bad for because he didn't draw any of them um but that's yeah that's the like the worst i remember being was just drawing dicks on our friend's binder i remember in high school like you they the school uh classrooms had those drop ceilings that are like really cheap mm-hmm. and so kids would take like a really sharp pencil and like flick it at the ceiling mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll stick in Paper like so the razors on them or something yeah that too yeah. but like i was thinking about that because i had kids throw fucking glue sticks on my ceiling and like they right were on. whipping them at the ceiling because <laughs> what they do, they take like a little Elmer's glue stick and they'd unscrew it all the way and pull the actual glue part out and just whip it at the ceiling. And I've got like, it's a really tall ceiling. 
So they have to really whip it hard to get it to stick. And this is while I was out. There was a sub for a couple of days. Um, and so they were doing that while the sub was there. Like, because I would have immediately noticed that one of these kids was fucking doing something. But subs don't do shit most of the time. Why, um, why, why, why don't they? Why is it? And I don't know why I'm bringing this up as if you're going to fucking know, but maybe it's just inside <laughs> baseball, man. No, I don't know. Yeah. Give it. Give us the inside fucking scoop, man. How come all subs are fucking dumb? They're not all dumb, but it can be really intimidating walking to a class full of strangers, especially because you have unless the teacher leaves like meticulous notes about who to watch out for, which I try to do because I've been a sub and it sucks. Um, You have no clue what the demeanor is going to be like in that class. And that can be really intimidating. So, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you're a stranger walking into a room of strangers and they all know each other. You don't know any of them or you might not. So that's that puts some pressure on you mm-hmm. and it puts people on edge. And sometimes that's enough to like really like diminish how much power a, a sub can have. Is if even, a classroom is full of people who just do not give a shit what you have to say because you're a sub. I mean, yeah. I would as like if I were a sub, I would also be afraid to like walk into an office and be like, "Hey, I had problems with like all these people. Would they even like want to bring you back?" Like, I, I don't know. I'd question uh, how much they would trust me if I had to if I like brought up way too many issues. I mean, if a sub had like problems with every single kid in a the class, they like I would guarantee the office would be, would consult me and be like, "Hey, is this class difficult or is this sub just not very good?" Yeah. And nine times out of the ten, if a sub has an issue with one of my classes, um, it was a class I left a lot of notes about who to watch out for, and I don't ever blame the sub. Like, it's it's shitty. And, like, most of the time my kids are pretty well behaved, but there's a couple classes that have, like, too many dickheads in them. So that throws off the whole vibe, especially if they're there. Which, you know, like, dickhead kids are usually never absent. I've changed my mind on subs. Thanks, Mindy. Subs are people too. Subs are people too. Yeah. I think we're all just products of the environment we grew up in. And to say that we wouldn't be the same shitheads with the internet and the technology that kids have today if we were just now going through school, I think we'd be bullshitting ourselves. Yep. Well, I, I mean, agree. like, I, I have True. lunch duty, and like, I don't hear all the conversations, but I can read lips well enough to know. Like what some of these kids are fucking saying, and they're swearing too. Like they they talk like sailors, and like if I'm far away, I'm not gonna like go up to them and be like, "Hey, I saw you say this." Like I just let it go because it's like, what is me saying not to say swears in lunch gonna do? Like literally nothing. I could write them up for, it, but that's just paperwork right. for something stupid and minor. Like if and if a kid like accidentally swears in my class, even if it's the f word, I will say like, "Hey, watch your language," and just leave it at that. Yeah, because then usually they'll be like, "Sorry, Mister Smitty," but whatever. Um, yeah, I maybe should have uh, not let it go down too far on the swearing route, because um, they just like the kids just kind of like talked like assholes to each other, and they were like, you know, they seemed like they're friends or something, you know, they're playing, but they're just kind of being dicks. We um, see a lot of that too. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but I don't know. You satisfied? Extremely, extremely <laughs> satisfied. More satisfied than I've ever been. Hell yeah. Uh, Boys, I want to segue into uh, my question here for the afternoon since we briefly talked over the subject of music. And uh, I think I would love to talk about some music with you guys. 
possibly give the listeners uh, our own recommendations here. Um, so uh, this question is entirely based on your opinions. But if you had to pick three, four, even two, just like however many you could think of albums uh, by any artist that start to finish to you are just a perfect 10 out of 10. Uh, what do you guys have on that list? And I'll um, I'll give a couple of my examples first. I know we all have various tastes in music. Um, so I'm excited to hear what all you guys have to say and listen to all of these, hopefully sometime after the show. Um, but the couple that came to mind for myself is, and I know this is a sometimes a little bit made fun of for Radiohead fans, and I'm not a huge Radiohead fan. I want to make that perfectly clear. But their album, OK Computer, is one of my 10 out of 10s. It's a good um, album. It's, it's, a it's, it's a fantastic album. And outside of that album, I have like maybe six or seven of their other songs. So I'm really not like a huge Radiohead fan. And I know their fandom can be really toxic and annoying in their own right. Mm. Um, but to me, that is definitely a 10 out of 10. It's really beautiful. It's really creepy. Um, and the other one that came to mind for myself, and I have a few, but I'll, I'll pass the baton after this one is um, Smashing Pumpkins album, Siamese Dream, which is uh, also, to me, start to finish, just not a single bad song if you're looking for like that kind of grungy, shoegazy kind of sound. So I, I would highly recommend both of those to you boys. Uh, what do you guys have? Um, the two of mine that come come to mind are very nostalgic for me, so they're like, pretty old tastes that I had in music. And I can really only think of um, one of them that I like start to finish. I, I like a lot of albums that I might not really care for one song too much. Um, but the ones, the one album that I uh, thought of, like at least when I was uh, much younger, that was a 10 out of 10 start to finish was Green Day's American Idiot. Um, the first time I heard that, I was like, this is fucking awesome. And that was kind of like my... Um, I don't know, I was kind of sheltered with some of our music tastes, so that was like kind of like a like a punk alternative rock awakening for me um, that got me into a lot of other stuff. But I still like that album start to finish. It's pretty damn good. I agree. That was pretty solid. Second one that I remember from uh, when I was a kid um, was a Smash Mouth album called Get the Picture. There was like one song on there that I didn't like, and my mom bought it for me on accident because I wanted the one with All Star because who didn't at that uh, age? Um, yeah, but that has some, uh, I know that they're kind of a meme or whatever, but that has some like actually like, really nice uh, and one song that's still one of my favorites. And as an adult, I'd probably say uh, Babylon by Skiba and the Secrets. Start to finish, that's a 10 out of 10 for me as well. Solid recommendations, my dude. For sure. Um, Rico Smith. I've got I've got four actually. Rico, unless Hit you want to go first, Rico. It's up to you. Go for it. All right. Um the first one I've got is uh Wu Tang's debut album, 36 Chambers, which is I've not listened to that that's the only album by them I can listen to back to front. Like every every single one of the songs is on there is a banger. Um it's it's so fucking good. Like they came out of like they came out of nowhere with just an immediate banger of an album. Um, yeah, it's just fucking awesome. And like beyond that, this is like kind of slightly under it is, uh, uh, 
Liquid Swords by uh, Jizza. That's a like kind of a break off. It fucking rocks too. It's not a ten out of ten in my mind, but thirty six chambers is. Um, the other one, which we're gonna take a complete left turn, is uh, Whipped Cream and Other Delights by fucking Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. And I'm gonna upload to our chat what, what the uh, album cover looks like because it is a horny ass album. Ooh. And I mean that in a pun way because <laughs> it's brass, but also <laughs> like the songs are very sensual and extremely horny. So <laughs> it doesn't have uh, Spanish flea on there, unfortunately, but it's got it's it's pretty much bangers front front to back. That's like my go to high album. Nice. Um, let's see. Another left turn. Fucking uh, the money store by Death Grips, which. I don't know if anybody... Do you guys listen to Death Grips? Probably not. Mm-mm. It's very, like, experimental sort of, like, hip-hop rap sort of stuff. It's And it's, like, got a very... It's got, like, an industrial raw sound. It's very gross-sounding to people who are not into it. But it's I like it. It's a good-ass album. And then uh, the last one is uh, a very recent one um, by a band called All Them Witches, uh, Sleeping Through the War. I that love album. that band. Really? Yes, I, I love all them witches. Oh, fucking A. Like, Sleeping Through the War has been my go-to album recently. It's just, like, back to front. It's so good. But, anyhow. That's more like stoner rock. I have, like, a nice little collection of different shit on my list. But, there you go. Nice. Rico, what's uh, what's your recommendations? Um, so, uh, two from Kendrick Lamar. Uh, good Kid, Mad City. And to Pimp a Butterfly, um, amazing rap albums. Most people would probably say they're like top 10 uh, rap albums of all time. Um, Jid just came out with an album that I think is a top 10. He's also a rapper. It's called Forever Story, The Forever Story. Um, not rap, but Avenged Sevenfold, Waking the Fallen. That was like... I listened to that nonstop when I was younger. It still holds up. Um, listened to it recently, and I was like, yeah, this is... I remember why I listened to this so much back in the day. Nice. Um, and let's see. I guess two two more. Um, Mad Villainy um, is... Uh, it's a rap duo, but uh, MF Doom is the, the rapper. Um, he's like an underground rapper. Um, everybody says... Uh, what They say he's like everybody's every rapper's favorite rapper or something hmm. i don't know his his album mm food is really fucking mm food good. is really fucking good too yeah. listen to mad villainy if you haven't it's uh it's incredible um just his like flows are second to none pretty much yeah like, um i honestly like when i found out he was dead like within the last mm-hmm. i don't know like two years or so like very recently yeah yeah it's un- really unfortunate because he was insanely talented <laughs> mm-hmm. they've actually had like uh like posthumous features of his that his like estate has um, like kind of let, you know, oh, nice. happen. Um, and they're, they're uh, most of them that I've heard, I guess are pretty good. Um, I had one more. Uh, it's kind of like a tie, I guess. Uh, Mac Miller circles and faces. I really like a lot. So a lot of rap. Hmm. Yeah, man. I love me a good live um, album too. Um, I, yeah. And usually, like some of them, again have like one, one or two songs that may not like sit super well. But um, again, uh, this band, 
band is kind of memed uh, nowadays, but a day to remember. Um, they did a live mm. album, uh, live at the audio compound. It's like kind of a, it was acoustic mostly, uh, fucking awesome. Start to finish. There's only like six songs, but they were all like so beautifully done. I, I like to throw that one in there for me as well. Oh, one other one I just thought of, uh, neutral milk hotel in the aeroplane over the sea. That's like that super memed, a, but that is a fantastic album. album though. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have like a band that you really enjoy, but there are zero albums you can listen to back to front? Nope. It's mm, an interesting question, Smitty. Yeah, that's, like I've, that's I've got one right off the about. right off the bat, and it, it's sad, but like I really like the band Clutch, another like stoner rock band, but I can't listen to any of their albums all the way through because they're they've got some songs that are just not not very good. Like interspersed with like absolute kick ass songs, yeah. Which is a shame. Like they can't, they're super good, but they can't put together a solid album for whatever reason. Yeah, I think I'll it, say um one one that comes to mind for me, Smitty, is uh the band the Decemberists. They're kind of like a folk band, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of really really good songs. But there's been times where I listen through to albums and I realize why I only navigate or yeah, uh, kind of navigate to those songs, is because they kind of like lean too much into the folkness where they're, they're singing about things that are just like not applicable to anyone's life. And the lyrics can be a little bit cringy. Mm. Um, and I have a hard time listening to them. So I'll only navigate to the songs that I know. Gotcha. That's fair. I think part of that is in like, you'd have to look at how they record their albums too. Um, Cause some bands will like kind of uh, bring about like their, their ideas and practice and whatever, and then structure a song and then record it. And some artists will go to a, a, um, a recording studio and like just lock themselves in and write stuff like start to finish. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure if you put me in, in a, in a studio and said, Hey, within like two months, I need you to write 11 songs. There's going to be a lot of shitty ones, like a lot of For let's sure. just get it done. So I feel like if, if they're allowed to have a little bit more time, if they kind of like let it, uh, if they, write it a little bit more naturally i feel like you get a much better um presentation i'll throw in uh two more 10 out of 10s for for my side here um one of them is uh noel gallagher's high flying birds Fucking their album chasing yesterday is really good uh noel gallagher is the lead is guitarist oasis? brother of oasis he's the one with the not the guy who sang Oh, um, so he he was the other brother. He was the lead guitarist. He started his own band. And Chasing Yesterday is, to me, just like a very modern take on like a David Bowie album. Um, it's it's very very well done, and I enjoy the the hell out of it start to finish. Um, and then my other ten out of ten recommendation is going to be uh, Beastie Boys album License to Ill, hell which yeah. is my contribution to my hip hop recommendations for you all. I'm going through the Beastie Boys discography as we speak. License to Ill is to that, like, fucking phenomenal. A few days ago, it's, it, it's I've heard it's it good. a million times before. But Rico, are you a person who has to like once you find a band, you have to like listen to their entire dis- discography? I do that. No, I okay. not well sometimes I guess. But there was a I don't know. There was a thread on Reddit like maybe a few weeks ago, and someone asked like are the beastie boys actually a good like hip hop group? And everybody was like, dude, they're like one of the best of all time. Basically like other rap groups look to them as like their inspiration, basically. 
and like they contributed a lot to the to like hip hop. Um, I, I really I didn't realize that. I think they're honestly. really corny, but like, yeah, like I think they, they know that they're corny. Yeah, like what? This is actually really weird. Um, when I was uh, when I was shitting at like six a.m. <laughs> because I had just listened to License to Ill. Paul Revere was running through my head and I could not fucking get it out because it's such a catchy like you can like basically sing it from front to back and I could not fucking stop I was like oh my god I need I need to fucking stop my legs are going numb I'm like this is the only thing keeping me alive but it's like killing me at this point I feel at the like, same time I feel like our generation kind of grew up in like the weirdest um the weirdest like period for for music and listening to full albums because obviously when we were younger like cds were the biggest thing um mm. and you kind of had to listen to the full album at that point and then ipods made their resurgence so then that's like when everybody's just picking apart the one song that they liked rather than buying the full album mm-hmm. and now that things like spotify are out it's making it much easier to do those deep dives and listen to those deep cuts that you would have skipped over and stuff i feel like that's partially the reason why i don't have too many that I think are just 10 out of 10 because I wasn't really forced to listen to too many um, when we were younger, you know, start to finish. This really makes me want to get like a group playlist going, but I don't think I would fucking love that. I'd be down with that. I'd I'd like to open up my music tastes a little bit. I don't really listen. I I would love to start an acolytes uh, shared Spotify playlist with you guys. Yeah. I don't use Spotify though. You, Rico. you piece of shit, suck, man. Bro. Come on. Android user and you don't use Spotify. What do you use? I don't. You use I Apple YouTube Music? Last FM. YouTube Music. <laughs> I was like, YouTube Music? Fuck? Yeah, man. Not even it's Apple or Amazon? You fucking use YouTube? He's got an Android. Why He's would not you gonna use, use Apple Music? No. I oh, get oh that, that's a fair then, point. <laughs> yeah, and then you get like, you get uh, Adless YouTube and shit. It's pretty great. Or you could yeah, just I get Adless Spotify YouTube too, bro. Fucking put on an ad block. Well, I do that too, but it's it like supports them and stuff. I don't know. I love nice Spotify. Nice to it. I yeah, don't think they're you. Not getting my so playlist, you motherfucker. Hmm? What's that? What? What'd you say? All I heard was you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm satisfied. Um, I'm gonna listen back to this episode, and I'll 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 have to listen to some of your boys' recommendations because I'm always in the market for some new tunes. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Mitchell With that said, it's uh, it's time for our mid-show segment. This week's segment is uh, brought to you by Scott. Here at the Important Questions Podcast, we take our stupid-ass thoughts and opinions and put them on trial. Ew. Uh, so we're going to do a game I'm going to call On Trial, where I'm going to take um, a few opinions, something small, Um not, nothing like Coke versus Pepsi, just simple things. Uh, we're going to put these on trial. Uh, we're going to kind of debate which one might be better um, or if, like, my thought process is correct or whoever is presenting the topic. Uh, it's going to be really short. We go from there. First thing that we're going to put on uh, on trial, uh, personally, I'd rather be sticky than itchy. I disagree heavily. Yeah? I disagree as well. Where Where are you all over? Itchy, all over sticky? Uh, I guess I didn't really put that much thought into that because whenever I think of itchy, I think either all over or just my legs for some reason. Like if you get really bad mosquito bites by your like your ankles. And then sticky, I always think fingers. 
I can't do that. I can't do any sticky. That's like that's the one texture I'm just like not. I can't stomach it at all. Okay. I will say there's there's definitely ways to alleviate itch though too. Like you just like get into like a hot bath, and that kind of helps alleviate itch. Mm. Itch. I, I've had an itch that's like driven me so crazy. Like uh, you want to cry because sometimes you just can't get over that that stimulus it's like no you have to itch it and if your hands are sticky you don't have to keep fucking touching things you just sit there with sticky hands until you can take care of it if you're like also when you're itchy though like this is not a plus but i don't know why there'd be any pluses to being itchy that's fucking stupid but um, (laughs) when you like scratch an itch if it keeps itching you want to keep scratching it and then therefore like inflaming the skin making Mm -hmm. it worse yep but I think I, I think I'm gonna side that with, to being sticky. Yeah, I think I'm gonna side with Smitty and Rico. I think I'd rather be itchy. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I like the uh, yeah. I don't know. Like scratching an itch just feels good. So you get kind of like a nice side benefit to it. It does. That's but true. It, there 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 is no like there is no resolution to sticky. You yeah, can't scratch the stick if it doesn't yeah, go away. Can sap on your hands or something, and it's so, just yeah, continuously yeah. itchy. I don't know. For me, it's 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 enraging. You get a uh, nice industrial oil-based paint on your hands. Your balls you, are sticking to your leg. Yeah. Sorry, go Jesus. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't know that you were. No, you're good. Uh, my next one, another uh, nice quick one, is I'd rather be cold than hot. I agree. Uh, yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. You, you can, can always, always put, put on, on more layers. Hey, yeah. I was yep. gonna say you See, can. You can only take hey, so much off. It's easier to warm up. Our, did our yep. dads beat us? Beat that into us when we were kids too. <laughs> No, I was growing up in the Midwest, and the summers are brutal, but the winters are too brutal too. Yo, I, <laughs> I, I, I will, I will say the one thing that my dad and I differ heavily on. We keep the house right now in the middle of winter. Um, it's 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 fairly cool during the day, but like we bundle up and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with that shit in the summer. And I know my dad was a stickler when it came to the thermostat in the summertime. I don't fucking care if I have a two hundred and fifty dollar electric bill every single month in the summer. I'm keeping my house cold. Yep. Don't I, make I, me I don't, I don't uh, fucking like that shit. Especially I do not like that shit. 70, yeah, 72 my, in the summer. My dad was definitely a stickler about, about that, but with both directions, he didn't want to turn the air conditioning on unless he really had to, and he didn't want to turn the heat on unless he really had to. Yeah. My, my dad in the summer, so he like cuts uh, like trees up and stuff that fall down and stuff like that, and he has a wood-burning stove in his house, and he to the best of his ability, will not turn on the heat in the winter. But he will get, so he gets this wood-burning stove in the living room, so goddamn hot, it's like 90 degrees in the living room, and it's cold everywhere else in the house. Yeah, that's So you get in there, and the place that you want to be is disgusting, and you're sweating. <laughs> it's it's the worst. Everybody gives him shit for it, but he's like, I'm, you know, he probably has like no bill to speak of really for most of the winter months no joke though respect that. if That's you can cool. balance it a wood-burning stove is so fucking awesome yeah god sure. i you definitely I need like smell. a couple fans in there to like blow that heat around yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what it is with like i don't know what it is with dads and thermostats um and just like that whole trope did your dads do the thing where like they open like a window in the front of the house and then the back of the house and then they tell you about this mystical thing called a cross breeze which I've never yes. felt in my fucking goddamn life. It's like only you, you get, an, you you get like an eighty both windows. Yeah, you get like an eighty-seven degree cross breeze. It still feels like eighty-seven degrees. Uh, yeah. It's not fucking say, good. I will say, like opening one window at the back and one at the front isn't enough. But if you open up your windows and have like an attic fan, uh, that does help quite a bit. They're just loud as goddamn shit. 
Yeah, we didn't have that. that there. Yeah. I had one I had one in my uh in my house there in Illinois and um yeah, a couple of my uh family members have them. When my Hot wife take, and I were living with my folks, doesn't exist. We were uh we were living in an upstairs room and the air conditioning did not reach up there. Oof. At least not very well. So we had one fan in one window blowing air in and then another fan blowing air out. So we would get like the different pressure coming in and out. So we would get a bit of a cross breeze. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you for uh, putting those thoughts on trial for me. Boys, you are welcome. Scott, while you have the floor, why don't you give us your question? Yeah, might as well. I would like to know if you can have an extra organ or appendage, but there's only a 50-50 chance that it would be functional, what would you pick? What does functional mean? Uh, so let's say if you decided to have an extra thumb, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 50-50 chance it either works or it's just going to dangle there with, like, no control over it. It's just a hanging thing. So if I get a boob, <laughs> it not functioning true. means no milk will come out or something? Uh, that's true. What, yeah, know, that's what a good one. I, boob I don't know. I'll take a boob. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I didn't assume somebody would Hell say yeah. boob. Rico, I, I would do a boob, too. Non-functioning properly, so yeah. it would lactate on yeah. you. Fine. Even better, I'll take a boob. <laughs> I, I don't, like milk. I don't, know, I don't know why I I, I just assumed nobody was going to say boob. God, I was spoiled on the first fucking... Yeah. I'm Rico's satisfied. Like, mm, right on demand. <laughs> you laying on your back, squirting milk into the air, arcing it into your mouth. All right, but okay, but so if you Back stick up with that, wall, if like, you stick with that and it's not functional, and like you go to like a, a job interview or like a really nice place, and you just start fucking leaking everywhere, I, flip my coin, Dad. All right, let's do it. Uh, heads functional, tails dysfunctional. Okay, that's heads. You got a functional Perfect. boob there, bud. Perfect boob. Yeah, dude. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thanks. <man. laughs> <laughs> now oh, we just man. have to let you throw a dart at where the boob's going to grow from because it's not going to be center of your chest. <laughs> Get a boob around like your right thigh. I'm, I'm or fine something. with wherever. On one of my ass cheeks. Smitty, what do you got? <laughs> uh, give me a boob. <laughs> I'll also have a boob, please. No. <laughs> um, I don't fucking know. Uh, let's go. Can I have like an extra, an extra lung, maybe? Okay, extra yeah. lung. Uh, yeah. All right, heads functional, tails dysfunctional. Wait, wait, but before you do, Scott, before you do. Oh God, I'm not looking. Okay, but but you have it in place. Yes. What's what's the downside? Because we already said a non-functional boob just leaks everywhere. If you, if Smitty has a non-functional lung, what does that mean? Uh, well, I'm gonna expand my chest cavity, so therefore, like I just have a dead organ inside my chest. Maybe you have like a lot of bronchitis or COPD just in that lung. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, this one's tails, bud. Damn, Ooh, I got a fucked. dead organ inside me. I'm fucked. <laughs> got to pay $600 million to get it removed from my body. How much would it suck if you couldn't exhale completely or like inhale completely because there's that other thing just taking up all that room? Oh, fuck. I would feel so claustrophobic. Yeah. You mm-hmm. might like just having that, that I guess, quote unquote, dead space there with that taking up space, that actually might be a lot more harmful, especially with the lungs. Um there's some people that, uh, depending on like their hydration status and stuff, um, 
the depth of one of their breaths could actually tank their blood pressure super quick. Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh yeah. it's an interesting um dynamic. A lot of, that uh, is the exact reason why I went with boob. <laughs> something external. That was smart. Something that said also an extra went... leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, what are you thinking? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking ear. Like if I had like a third ear, just like center back of the head, give myself that perfect 360 uh, degree. You got an ear in the front ear. of your head too. Yeah. <laughs> no, just one in the back. <laughs> okay. All right. A perfect two hundred. Because I mean, like your your ears are already kind of like arced a little bit towards the front, right? So like you you pick in more sound mm, from yeah, the front. That's true. I think an ear in the back would be nice. Okay. Head be a right ear or a left ear. <laughs> it'd be a center ear. It's just a hole. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it'd be what like about a top a, ear. A top ear. Listen for predators <laughs> coming from above. <laughs> Cause you got a giant fucking hawk coming after yeah. you. It would just look. It would look like a one Mickey Mouse ear on the back of my head. <laughs> All right, heads functional, tails dysfunctional. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna flip it again. Okay, it's only fair. That's heads. You got a functional ear back hey. there. Yeah. Hey. Maybe it look like a meat funnel. Like if you look like inside <laughs> the funnel where it's like wide at the top, you just have that on the back of your head. Because then it can get everything from all sides back there. Uh, Then then you'd have to buy like the weirdest like headphones. You'd have to like cancel that one out because if you were if you had your regular headphones on, you'd be picking up so much external noise. You'd be like, "Fuck, I can't hear my song." And uh, Scott, you got to answer your own question too. I will, but can I make one more point about your your ear thing? Of course. Going to a concert would suck, dude, because you just hear nothing but the people that stand behind you singing poorly. Oh, God. Mm. I could just put an earplug in that one. <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. Boob was such a good muff. one. Damn it. Um, Not earmuffs. I think I'm going to go with an extra thumb. Like I said, I think that would actually be pretty cool if Where it would worked. be. Left uh, thumb or right thumb? Let's go right, I guess. Okay. okay. That lack of symmetry would make me upset. Yeah. And then probably just like either get an implant or have to cut one off. Oh, that's heads. So I got a functional second thumb. So I could probably just hold my smartphone easier. That's probably all I'd do with it. You would have a stronger grip for sure. Yeah. I'd probably be better at computer games. Would you you get it like on the opposite side of your palm from your thumb or just put them in line on one side of your hand? Uh, I don't know. That'd be weird. I'm like staring. I, I feel at my like I would. I would almost want to go opposite. <laughs> yeah, because you 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 must have like a full claw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I think some pretty good grip. Yeah, it'd be uh, yeah. be pretty solid. Like I said, if you if you could like orient, or if I did that on my left hand, I could probably play like computer games like really super well. Or uh, I'd be a kick ass guitarist with an extra thumb. There Fuck was a yeah. blues musician like a long time ago who had like an extra pinky, and he would put the slide on that pinky when he played blues. Oh, that, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I uh, I think that it, it would have been funnier if we went with like bigger appendage, appendages too, like like a leg. But that would kind of suck if you just had to drag one around all the time. <laughs> just Nothing's funnier than boob. Yeah, no, boob. Was pretty we peaked funny. early. Boob, yeah. boob was funny. That was a very quick question. And I'm, uh, mm. I'm actually really satisfied from it. So Nice. Smitty. What you got this uh, this fine evening? 
And right, uh, so if you could make it fast, that'd be great because I have to take my seventh shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you want to just take a break for a second? No, I want. I want to. I, I want to finish recording. Okay, fair. I'm not gonna. Uh, ru- I'm not gonna rush us. I, I. I'm just making a joke, but I do have to make my seventh shit after the show. Eagling it back for me. I appreciate I, I that. Am. Uh, my question is: Is there any topic that you are like an elitist or a gatekeeper about? Um, I'm the opposite of that. Okay. So there's a. There's something I'm very passionate about, and that's people that gatekeep food and recipes. And um, I gatekeep those motherfuckers that gatekeep the people that just want to get into it. Um, so, like, for example, there's always a group of people out there. If you ever watch anyone in the world on YouTube, uh, I'm certain TikTok's the same way or Instagram or whatever. Like, if someone posts a recipe of, say, like a carbonara. And they have the audacity to throw in like some peas. All of the motherfucking comments that are going to come in are going to say, you know, that's not actually carbonara. Yeah. It's like, yeah, motherfucker. So so what is it? So you tell me what it is. You wh- What would you call it? What the fuck would you fucking call it? It's like you like <laughs> do you like noodles that are custardy with egg yolks and some cheese? Yeah. Do you want some vegetables? Yeah. If you put them on a plate and then put the peas next to it, would you call it carbonara? Yeah. Well, what if you fucking like mixed it up on the plate a little bit and some peas accidentally touched the noodles? Then what the fuck do you fucking call it? Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's people like that are just like, how dare you call this Tuscan chicken? How the fuck is it Tuscan? It's like, I don't know. It's got a fucking tomato on it. Call call it whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, who who fucking gives a shit? Yeah. So so yeah, I was raised in the the hills of Tuscany. (laughs) It's like it's 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 shit like that, man. It 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 pisses me the fuck off where anyone like keeps a food recipe and says that there is no like leeway off that recipe in any way, shape, or form. It's like yeah, motherfucker, you can't serve me a piece of pizza and call it carbonara. But if you want a fucking green onion in your goddamn pasta, you do you do fucking you. Because they both taste good, so when you put them together, they're going to taste good together. And it's not like traditional dishes don't have regional variety. Right. Like, are you going to tell me that every single place makes Tuscan chicken the exact same fucking way? I can assure you that every place that has a Western cheeseburger is made the exact same way. That oh, I barbecue. <laughs> barbecue sauce and an onion ring and they call it Western. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like those motherfuckers that are out there that are just like, you put beans in your goddamn chili? What the goddamn fuck? It's like, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Beans it's a good. big pot. It's, it's, it's spicy tomatoes and meat. And also beans are good. So you put them together. Holy shit. It's going to be good. It's going right. to taste good. What, what, what the fuck are you going to call it? Again, yeah. ask those motherfuckers. Beans don't belong in chili. Then what the fuck do you call it when I put beans in chili? Um, you call it chili like with beans. Stew. Okay, so it's fucking chili. All those yeah. fuckers <laughs> can fuck themselves. That's that's where I'm an elitist. Yeah. An anti anti gatekeeping elitist. That's that's what I am. I don't I don't know if I would necessarily follow say, that boys. Say I, I gatekeep. <laughs> I'm not that passionate about anything. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I gatekeep not but, even your own son. But I appreciate some things in a lot more depth than some people do. Um, so, like, uh, Star Wars, for example. That's uh, something I'm a huge, huge nerd about. 
And when I hear somebody be like, oh, I don't like the way that they did this. This is kind of like a stupid character choice. And it's like on the inside, I'm like, well, you're entitled to your opinion. But also, like, this is a character that, like, you just saw in this show for the first time. But they've been, like, in existence for, like, fucking years. Like, do a little bit of research to know that that's why that person, like, acted that way. Um, but I, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you're not an actual Star Wars fan if you like this or if you don't like this. It's just like, no, just let people appreciate a little bit more. I don't know. I get like, I, I mostly agree with what you said, Dave. Like, for the most part, like, I don't want to gatekeep anything because like most gatekeepers are just like, I want this thing to be like our little secret club and I'm part of it and I'm special. But like, mm-hmm. you know that club can only get so big now. And what if people start leaving the club? What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> so it's always good to like introduce new blood into stuff. As far as like gatekeeping stuff, like I get kind of like gatekeepy about movies, but only because like a lot of like, and I know Scott, you are not like this. So this does not apply to you. There are lots of Marvel and superhero fans who are like super into like constantly talking up, superhero movies as being better than like very like universal classic cinema mm-hmm. and that kind of fucking annoys me and i think that's stupid but i, I think that's mostly just because i dislike like an a willfully ignorant and like dedicated fan base yeah. when you're really just you know waving a flag for a fucking billion dollar corporation like you know you're just kind of dumb if it's a, you know they if, probably haven't seen the other movie anyway right like you're gonna tell me that like ant-man and the wasp is better than taxi driver like okay man yeah did you see taxi driver there are some some marvel movies that i will defend because i think they they did a, a fantastic job the number of them i will defend is dropping exponentially uh right now like i did see the new ant-man and the wasp movie and it's just meh like if people love it that's cool i'm sure some kids like I'm sure that'll be like the focal point of their uh, love for cinema when that, you know, um, but it's not for me. I don't, I don't think everything's perfect. You're like, same thing with like the star Wars that like, you've got the people that hated the prequels and then you've got the people that hated the sequels. It's like, it's whatever, man, just like what you like and, and don't like what you don't like and shut the fuck up about it. Cause I don't give a shit. Right. I, like my thing is though, like Marvel fans were just like, this is better. Like our movies are better than your movies. Yeah. Solely because, i like these more right you know like that's that's dumb like you don't really a lot of these people don't really know anything about movies or making movies or like what any people on the crew actually do like ask one of these people what a fucking screenwriter does right versus a director versus a cinematographer they're not gonna fucking know like and like most mainstream people don't either but like you know it's like these people claim to love movies but they only love one subsection of movies as opposed and it's like a very limited narrow subsection of films you know scott you um you mentioned there are a handful of marvel movies that you would defend as good cinema mm-hmm. in in your opinion what 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 are the best what what's the best marvel has to offer right now uh first iron man movie by far and above um i remember seeing that in god i think we were in like 6th grade or something and i just remember uh, the, I don't know. I thought it was awesome the way that they did it, but it was also kind of first in that real formula. Um, so that probably could be 
partially, you know, part of why. Um, I'll defend Iron Man as cinema solely because they weren't just choking the life out of a movie with CGI. Yeah. Um, I, I also think like, uh, Captain America two and three were, were, uh, done super, super well. Um, I'm sure there's a couple other ones, uh, that aren't coming to mind, but I just thought like some of the writing, uh, was excellent and the character development. I mean, I hate when you have a a character who's perfect. I, I can't fucking stand them, which usually I don't like Captain America for that reason. Um, but when you see a little bit of character development and it doesn't even have to be much, but I don't know, there's a, um, a couple examples, but they, like I said, the, the amount of those that I dislike are becoming more and more, uh, prevalent. Yeah. Just turning that crank, making money. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's a very, like movies are such a cynical thing right now. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you boys with a question preview for an episode to come. Uh, but it's on my list. Um, I'm going to ask eventually, uh, what character or TV show would make for the worst entire cinematic universe? Um, just where they're cranking a machine and trying to make like a million movies out of one particular uh, universe or one particular character. Guess but I, I definitely get that. that. I definitely get that for a lot of series now, Smitty and and Scott. I'm I'm just I'm having a hard ass time seeing Star Wars go down the same path that Marvel's going down because I legitimately was a giant Star Wars fan growing up. Mm-hmm. And I I know it's just getting to the point now because Disney owns it where they're cranking out content and there's going to be a million different storylines. And if I don't follow one, I'm just going to lose all of it. Yeah. And just even though it's not quite there yet. It's just exhausting knowing the direction they're going to take it. I agree. And I think we're not far from that. Um, I guess it's just based on like some of the upcoming projects I'm like super excited about. And then when they start to diversify um, and get to like an area, like <clears throat> I guess like the, the, the time frame that the sequel movies was in, like uh, there's not a whole lot of media out there about it because everybody's so focused on like the, the Skywalker era or whatever. And even like before that with some of the high Republic stuff, I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about it, but I really like the stuff that we're in now and seeing creators like, like Dave Filoni and John Favreau um, and uh, uh, damn it. I, I, I'm misremembering the name of the guy who directed and wrote Andor. Um, but I just think that they do a really good job of, of uh, storytelling and weaving it in and not making it insulting. I gotcha. I have noticed that there have been a lot of like mainstream movies that are like not good quality and the dialogue sucks ass because it's just going to make it easier to understand for a foreign audience. So that it doesn't take much effort to translate. I never thought about that. Yeah. Rico, I'm curious uh I'm curious what you're a, a gatekeeper of if I don't anything. Really think I gatekeep anything. Um my the first thing that I thought of with like elitism was coffee, but I don't think like cuz I you, use espresso at home. I I I think you're a little a, coffee elitist. You think so? I think so. Um in in a good way, you're not a snob about it, but no. you're def- you're definitely you're passionate. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, you got I'd the passion. Passionate, not like elitist. Like I, I have an, a really nice espresso machine, but I don't think like other forms of making coffee are bad or necessarily inferior. I just like espresso and think it's like versatile. Um, you know, I can make my wife a latte and myself like just a plain black coffee 
super quickly, you know, and it mm. tastes good and it's strong and whatever. Um, and then I can, you know, more versatile than that, not just two, two different kinds of <laughs> making coffee, but very versatile guys. Um, mm. but do coffee um, or Americanos. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. You did, uh, uh you did, but turn I still me- have, I'm sorry. No, no good. Uh, you did turn me on to, to being a little bit more advanced with my coffee drinking, I guess. Um, Same. Because I, I was just a Keurig guy, and then when you started talking about getting a um, a kettle and grinding beans and stuff, I was like, maybe I will give that shit a try. And I remember you brought over the whole setup uh, to our, like, our old studio and made us really good coffee. That changed me, and then I changed back because now I'm just fucking lazy. Rico, you, Rico, <laughs> you are the sole that. reason I own a milk frother. Yeah, I like it. yeah, that, I, that I, is one hundred percent because of you. I'm that pretty, was your influence. I'm pretty sure the day that you came over with all that stuff, I bought that shit on Amazon. <laughs> you make, yeah, you made, uh, a, you made us some really good fucking coffee. Yeah, man. you did. You yeah, turned me you on the two me, brothers. Sent Thanks, boys. The link to that like coffee of the month club sort of thing. It's like trade? a subscription for beans, yeah, yeah, subscription trade. service. I've gotten some. I've gotten all the coffee I bought from there has been pretty top notch. I've never bought like artisanal coffee beans before, but mm-hmm. and I don't even know if you could quantify them as that. But it's it's higher quality than the shit that you can get in the store. Oh, it's like yeah. I I just yeah. And this this totally isn't an ad for trade, but I was I was rocking trade for a while too, and I enjoyed uh enjoyed it a lot, and just like given like those small roasters kind of a uh, the spotlight instead of like mm-hmm. Starbucks and all those other places. Yeah. Like you, you'd get like the bag of coffee and be like, "Oh, this was roasted by like this dude in San Diego." <laughs> like, "Oh, that's pretty fucking sweet." Right. Um. So yeah, I, I rocked that for a while and enjoyed the shit out of it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I I guess like people have asked me for advice on like machines like espresso machines to buy but then they they have a budget that's like really low and it's very hard (laughs) to get into like espresso if you don't have like a decent budget because they just like the lower end ones just don't like do a good job so it's kind of hard for me i guess like i don't know if that's elitist but it's like hard for me to recommend something at that price point you know because like i'd feel bad if it didn't work well i guess for sure um and like i can't confidently say that it will because it probably won't um i don't know if that is elitist i don't think it is really it's just kind of like the nature of the it's elitist because you wouldn't be caught dead with that piece of trash in your house exactly i I mean the machine the espresso machine i have in my kitchen like i've got like we're a mr coffee family apparently so i've got like the uh the old like drip coffee maker that was in every single household in the 90s and then also i've got like their like low end espresso machine, which is clear, it's not like high quality, but you can get decent coffee out of it. Mm. Like you can only make like one, one shot of espresso at a time. But you know it. I I mean I could upgrade, but like I'm happy with it enough. I don't think that it would change any if I got like a nicer machine or or change enough that I would notice. Dave. I think you've made me an elitist with like audio quality and um, I guess the things that we perceive when we start to listen back to some of this, like not only when I'm editing, uh, but like if I pull up somebody else's podcast and something just sounds like there's mic stand bumps or um, people are talking over each other or it's just like a bad mix, I instantly get like insulted. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, why would you not put 
time into this. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm and I'm with you 100%. I am also a podcast quality gatekeeper. Um there's so many shows out there and power to them. There's a they have a fan base. They're obviously doing something right, but I have such a hard time listening to a show that sounds like three guys that are all just sitting around a a phone. Like they're just sitting around a phone in the center that's picking up all their audio mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, or you have shows where um, two guys sound good and one guy sounds like he's just using uh, his laptop's microphone from 2008. And it, it's it's very jarring. It's very, very jarring. And it's distracting to the point where I can't get over it. And um, yeah, that's 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 why I'm such a stickler about it on this show. Not to say I'm the perfect audio engineer, but I'm 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 damn close. Things Mike stand and humble too. I'm I'm so fucking close <laughs> so and humble. fucking good. Yeah, but to be fair, like <laughs> when I when I edited that one episode, I I think the episode itself was like maybe fifty eight minutes with all the stuff edited out. I think it took me almost three hours just to get like some of the just like the little things. And I know that we always like joked about that and stuff, but when you put a lot of work into it, it's like God damn, like it it makes a huge difference. It really does. I was going to say, unrelated, um, people who are like snobbish about or elitist or gatekeeping about steaks, where it's like, if you, which for the record, like I, if people want to eat a well done steak, that's their prerogative. And if they enjoy it, I mean, that animal died for them to enjoy a steak that I might not like. Cause like a lot of people are like, an animal died for that. And you're going to cook it that way. You're going to put that condiment on it. It's like, they're enjoying it who gives a shit man like that animal died didn't die in vain like it's fine i mean i i think a well-done steak is too dry for my tastes but if somebody likes it good for them it's not going yeah. to waste i mean it, it also depends this i guess this kind of relates to mine too it, it it depends on um the cut of steak i think some of them are more forgiving as well done than others Either way, it's it's not for me. But again, if, if you like what you like, who the fuck cares? Right. Um, there's a lot of people out there just like a good steak. It's just salt, pepper, meat. And I agree. You can make a salt and pepper and just sear the steak mm-hmm. and it'll be goddamn delicious. Yeah. But at the same time, like there's a lot of places that will offer you like, oh, there's like this like blue cheese or like this béarnaise sauce that we could put on top or we could top it with some caramelized onions. And they're mm-hmm. they get they get like snobbish about it. And there's like yeah. the good steak it's is salt and steak. pepper and steak and nothing else. Yeah. And it's it's just like, no, again, motherfucker, if this tastes good and that tastes good, odds are when you put that on top of this, it's still going to be pretty goddamn good. Right. I call that a carbonara. <laughs> and you'd be steak. right, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, like if you want to put ketchup on your fucking steak, I wouldn't do that. But. If you enjoy a steak that way, go for it. Like, there are a lot worse criticisms you can give to a person other than, like, you put this on a steak, question mark, question mark. It's not going to taste bad. I mean, again, come the fuck on. Steak is good. Ketchup is good. If you put ketchup on your steak and you eat it, yeah, it's a little bit trashy, I guess, because steak is a little higher class than ketchup is. But but Mm -hmm. come on, you're going to tell me that it's going to create this, like, clash of flavors that's going to make you physically vomit or ill? It's like, no, it's going to taste like a steak with ketchup. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it will make you trashy. 
<laughs> a, l- a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. a little classes, Dave. <laughs> Quite elitist of you, Dave. No, it's, it's like any of any of those fucking fucker. Any of those cheap foods. My mom's like that, where she's just like, I Freshy? wouldn't eat that disgusting shit they serve at McDonald's. <laughs> and it's just like, mother, motherfucker. It's 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 a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> It's a fast food burger. It's going to taste good. It's meat and cheese on a bun. I get, I, again, fast food isn't high quality, but to say, like, huh, I wouldn't touch that, it's it's going to taste fine. It's going to taste say, fine. I will say with McDonald's, if you go to a lot of other burger fast food places like Culver's or, like, fucking Steak and Shake even, I know I had that story previously, but, like, their their food tastes like like a burger. McDonald's burgers taste like McDonald's. And I, I don't agree. know if I can fully articulate what I mean by that. Like, no, you, like if you, if you lined up, if you did a blind taste test, you'd be able to identify the McDonald's burger across all the others. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I would Easy. say the same Easily. for Burger King. Burger King's got a very distinct, like, taste they to do. it with their fake charbroiled thing. So. Yeah. But they're like, all going to taste fine. Yeah. But like McDonald's itself, like they, you go some, go anywhere in the world, it's going to taste exactly the same or probably something close i i tested that once upon a time um when i was in college i studied abroad and i was out in uh out in israel for a little bit and i went to a mcdonald's just to see if it tasted the same and it really fucking does it's it's kind that, of amazing see that's that they're able to I replicate that all across like, the world i don't like that so, it, like they might as well just have a paste machine in the back yeah it's that every slime McDonald's yeah, gets. yeah mm-hmm. the pink slime like I don't know that that bothers me. I, I mean, I'll still fucking eat McDonald's. I don't give a shit. But like, <laughs> Do they have Coke there. Um, I don't know. I I, I just mm-hmm. think I got a cheeseburger, which in of itself was, uh, I I guess like not good because apparently in Israel your dairy can't touch your meat or some shit. I, I don't I don't fucking know what their rules are, mm. but they they looked at me like I was a piece of shit. Trashy. So ju- judgmental. Gatekeeping your your food mixtures. Gatekeeping my cheeseburger, man. You satisfied? Yeah, dog. I'm satisfied. Okay, it's been a long episode. I'm glad you're satisfied. And I have to take my seventh poop. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) If you like what you hear, (laughs) if if you like what you hear, uh, leave us a review and a rating on your podcast directory of choice. Um, Shows are typically brought up or down. Um, in recommendations based off algorithms, algorithms are tailored towards interaction, and interaction comes from those reviews and those ratings. So we appreciate it. Uh, even if you give us one star, I mean, that's that's an interaction, and we appreciate the shit out of that. If you have your own question, or if you want to leave a voicemail or comment of your own, tell us whether you'd like to be itchy or sticky or something of the sort. You can leave us a text or a voicemail at 708-433-9153. Let us know your thoughts about stuff. Engage with us, please. We need it. (laughs) We fucking need it. Social media, we have at ImpQuestionsPDC on Twitter the important questions podcast on Instagram, r slash important questions pod on Reddit for any post show discussion. Hey, all that artwork that you uh, love to see on Instagram, that's all your boy Smitty. Thanks, Smitty. I'm going to be making more too. Uh, and if you want to support the show monetarily, 
and uh, you get something out of it too. So don't 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 click out just yet. Patreon.com forward slash the important questions and uh, your donation of one dollar uh, per content creation, which will come out monthly, will get you access to our bonus episodes that uh, those non-donors do not have access to. So if you want a little bit more of us, you want a little bit more of the boys, gatekeep. It's a little gatekeepy. It's a little elitist. Donate a dollar and then make fun of those people that didn't donate a dollar because you have the better content. More content. I'm sorry. Additional More content. content. Yeah. yeah. Additional. We save our best content we, from, yeah. for those who pay. Yeah. <laughs> We're purposefully dialing it down <laughs> mm-hmm. all the time. I hate that yeah. somebody out there that's listening is going, yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, we cut out <laughs> all the funny bits, so you have to pay a dollar to get all the funny bits. So we just yeah. censor things. So you just hear us laughing. <laughs> I only use questions from the Matt or less less good list. If you want to Rico actually to... does have a good category. He just doesn't tell you about it. If you, I like... have a, I have one called decent, and it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> See, that joke was just bleeped. If you want the full joke with context, donate $1 to Patreon. Putting comedy behind a paywall. So instead of a funny podcast, it's just a slice of life podcast, us talking about our lives and shit. Would you rather be sticky or itchy? I don't know. Cool. The good jokes come in with the Would you rather be sticky donation? or itchy? And then it just goes silent for like 25 minutes. Better if you want to unlock our music recommendations. Yeah. Oh, God. Boys, I really have to recommend seven. this album's a 10 out of 10. It's called Boo. <laughs> and it's honestly, if you're into shoegaze, it's going to be one of <laughs> one of your favorites, too. It's just nothing but us laughing all the time without context. No. Just a <laughs> shitty laugh track. Holy shit. We need to do that once. <laughs> I mean, and by we, I mean whoever edits the show. Scott, you could have that one. <laughs> okay. I, I, I probably could. Um, I did, I think at the end of the one that I edited, uh, or at least maybe for a teaser, I like saved a couple clips of us laughing, uh, meshed them together, and then like faded it out, and it sounded like it was pretty genuine. And it totally wasn't, but it sounded that way. Mm. Yeah, we could do that. Good work. I love the waveform of your boo, your boop. Sorry. Your yeah, boop. it was, it was, it's pretty great. It was just like a square. The waveform mm-hmm. of your single boob that you grew, functional yeah. boob. It's a girthy waveform. Um, any final thoughts, uh, fellas? Are people still listening? Besides I, us? I fucking, Hi, I fucking hope so. I hope you're having a good day, buddy. <laughs> go take uh, your all right. <laughs> Join us again next week. I'm going to go fire up my He's seventh trash. jump of the day. You guys don't need to be worried about me. It's that's it, We're not at quite the 10, the 10 poop mark yet. Um, but if I survive this ordeal, then uh, we hope we... Uh, you can join us again next week. Hell yeah. See ya. Well, I'm waiting for Dave to just run off and be like, okay, I can't hold it anymore. I need to go shit. <laughs> How long can we keep this going? Yeah. <laughs> Our post show contents just Dave going, guys, please, please <laughs> stop being funny, guys. I Let shit. me end the show. End until we finish. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, I could just take the microphone in the in the bathroom with me. Do that, it. I, I, this is like a this is like a twenty five <laughs> foot XLR. I could probably make it happen. God damn it! Oh, fucking uh, how to lose all fans in one show? Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like I've burped in a few episodes. I think some of you guys have too.
I wouldn't make anyone listen to my diarrhea. That, that's 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 a bad idea. You guys want to hear the dumb thing I did? This could be post show content instead sure. of like a separate segment. <laughs> so when I was grilling, listening to those shithead kids, um, I was like, it, it was kind of dark, and we don't really have a light out there except for like the security light. So when you walk by it, it like lights up, and that yeah. it stays on long enough for me to do what I need to do on the grill. Um, but it was kind of where it's at. It was kind of like shading the grill a bit and I wanted to see better. So <clears throat> I, I was like, all right, I'm going to roll it over to like, cause it's just a Weber grill, like the two wheel situation, mm-hmm. tripod thing. I was like, all right, I'm going to wheel it over to, you know, closer to the light. And then I was like, eh, you know what? When people are over, it's not going to work as well with the seating situation. So I rolled it back. And then I was like, I stood there for a second and I was like, I'm actively grilling. My shit's going to be all over the place. And I opened up and everything was out on, <laughs> on the edges of the grill. <laughs> Just like damn near rolling oh, underneath shit. into the, the charcoal. That was fucking funny. It was, it was great. Yeah. Whoops. Sweet. Now I have to fucking place everything backwards. Supposed to be again. Idiot. Dave, where I said Mr. Smitty, if you could just bleep out the Smitty. So it just sounds like Mr. Beep. That would be great. Do you want to like maybe just throw in like a Jones or like a Mr. Smitty Johnson or Smitty? Yeah, I'll do that right now. Huge cock. <laughs> Smitty. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Mr. Huge cock. Sorry. Don't do that. Sorry, Dave, Mr. Please. Huge cock. Watch your language and just put it on repeat for the, for three hours. God, I don't want to take art with Mr. Huge cock again. <laughs> You can throw glue sticks up on the ceiling. <laughs> Saw Mr. Hugecock at the coffee shop this morning. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I will bleep it, Smitty, but this is going post-show. <laughs> no. um, I will say, like, with the kids who fucking threw them the the uh, glue sticks on my ceiling, uh, I made both of them serve detention with me, and they were mopping my fucking floors. Hell yeah. This was the week, yeah. This was the week we did clay, too, so those floors were filthy as shit. <laughs> and so like which i had to show these eighth grade boys how to use a mop and a bucket so there's like some independent skills they are not re- like being taught at home which is now another fucking responsibility i've got to do i gotta play fucking dad and tell these kids like hey this is how you clean a floor you know like yeah. i shouldn't have Real to talk? tell a 13 year old boy how to use a mop or a broom like okay. it's pretty fucking a broom, intuitive. a broom for sure. To, uh, I can't remember the last time I used a mop. Yeah, I didn't learn how to use a mop until I was a delivery boy. I was like, I've seen I was people say, use them. I, 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 I own think a, that's the first time I did too. I own a Swiffer. Like that shit's easy. Exactly. Just, like, okay. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm do, being too button, harsh. But the broom <laughs> thing that's for sure is kind of kind of bad. Yeah, that I'll I'll yeah, agree to. Did, did you guys mm-hmm. ever have to like serve detention before? Like when you're in in school and shit. No, I was a good kid. I never got in trouble. I served lunch detention for something that wasn't really my fault. I had one detention in my entire life. I had several, and most of them were for, like, the most dumb bullshit reasons. And when we were in elementary school, the teacher that, like, would, um, that you had to have, like, the lunch detentions with was, like, my best friend's mom. And she's like, I already know you're a good kid. This is probably something stupid. So we just, like, hung out. Mm. And even in middle school... Uh, I had a few, but the teacher had the same thing. She's like, I know you're a good kid. You know, this is just the reason why. She's like, so just do whatever. Yeah. I never, like, write kids up unless I really have to. Because, one, it's a hassle because I got to do paperwork. And, two, like, 
most of the time I give them the benefit of the doubt if there's any doubt on whether they did something. Because, like, I'm like, fuck it. Who cares? You know, it's if I give them like if I write them up and they did something wrong and I can prove it like they're pro- most of the time they're probably going to do some dumb shit again. So it's not their first write up. But if I do have to write them up and it's like their first write up, I feel really bad about it because like they're mm-hmm. clearly like a well-behaved kid who just made a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. That's you a- seem like a cool teacher. Yeah. I, I mean, I keep my classes in order, but you can't like I'm, I don't play friends with any of these fucking kids because and like, no fucking way will I be able to keep my job that way. You do drugs outside of school. I do do drugs. How fucking cool is that? that is yeah, I mean, cool. I'd never tell my kids cool that I kids. smoke copious amounts of weed every night, but you know, like, that's for them to guess on if they want. I liked when a teacher is real with you. Like, when you do something, they'd be like, why are you being so stupid? Like, uh, I never say that, but I did tell a kid today, like, straight up. There's a sixth grade boy who was being a pain in the ass. <laughs> and he's been a pain in the ass all quarter. We got three weeks left in this quarter. And I had not written him up, even though I could have. But, like. I was just like, he's got like undiagnosed ADHD and he is so fucking impulsive because he's a sixth grade boy. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? But today I sat him out in the hall or I, I sent him out in the hallway and I literally pointed at him and like did the knife hand, you know, where you have like the hand out and the thumb in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you are at the center of every behavioral issue that I have in this class every single time. Get it together. I'm going to be sending you to the office every day. <laughs> fucking annihilated and, his yeah, ass. I was just well, like, like, I'm fucking sick of it, man. Like, it's and, every single no, day. This, I get kid, it, I this get it. kid cannot, like, follow some directions. It's like, go sit down. Stop running. <laughs> sit in your seat. Go to your table. Don't and, run. It's like the same shit over and over. And we're doing watercolor. So, like, water gets on the floor. And, like, I literally remember last week, I, I told him to not run. And he goes skipping across the room and immediately oh, falls cool. on his ass you because he got he slipped on some water. And like he hurt himself. And I'm like, what did I what did I tell you, kid? Like, come on. Like, I don't I'm not power tripping. I'm trying to keep you safe and from busting your head open on the concrete. In my in my head, Cannon Smitty, you you took that kid out in the hall, sat him down, did the the knife hands, and said, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> I don't care enough about that's where my head that's where my head went immediately. <laughs> I will end you. I just remember our high school gym teacher would call us doorknobs because uh, he didn't want to say the <laughs> other thing. And he'd be like, why are you being such a fucking doorknob? I'm like, why are you dropping the F-bomb but not saying retard? Like, yeah. <laughs> your logic is messed up. But I get it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done Mr. Haven. Yeah. It was fun. We had a kid this year um, attempted to pants the gym teacher. And Ooh, I don't know if he succeeded move. because I never, like, talked to the gym teacher because he's, like, in the different part of the building, but like this kid is just like, he's fucked for life now because no teachers want to going to want to be around him. And like, I used to have pretty good rapport with him last year. That's fucking gone. I hold him at like, like 10 feet away from me at all times. Like I do not want to be around this kid because yeah, like he's fucked up. He's, he fucked himself for like the rest of his school career here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what actually happened other than he either tried or did succeed in doing this, but like, that's a major fucking line you do not cross. That's like, I, if that happened to me, I probably press charges, because like, he was trying to expose my my junk to a bunch of other kids. Like that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kids are shitheads, man. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think it's, I don't necessarily think it's gotten worse. I think the influence of maybe gotten worse, but Hmm. eh, maybe it has gotten worse. I don't know. On, on a long enough timeline, I'll probably get old and bitter and get like rose tinted (laughs) glasses for my first like decade of teaching. Gen Z mm-hmm. had it all together. Man, I miss them. I what, <laughs> what is Generation Alpha now? It's yeah, it's Alpha. I, I was always just raised with the the thought like if I do something bad enough, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. And I don't know if like a, a lot of parents still like have that kind of mentality. Like my parents weren't like rude or they weren't like abusive or anything. But like if I did something stupid like pants my gym teacher, you could bet that they're gonna kick the shit out of me for doing something that's stupid. Like some I don't know. Maybe since we don't hit our kids, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But I mean, maybe that could, that could have smacking the shit out of them. Yeah. Huh? There's a lot of studies that say that's a bad decision to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. But that's, like, that's yeah. I turned out pretty okay. <laughs> take the kid's fucking phone away. Take his games away. Like, yeah. take his shit away. Like, if he's gonna be an asshole, like, take his shit away. Yeah. I don't always, beat uh, him, but like, take his things away. Make him do something productive. Make him mow the lawn. That's make him fucking do his own laundry. My like wife's career, things. my wife's career is like super uh, tied to child development, and one of the biggest things she tells me all the time is like kids are meant to be bored. It's like you oh, you yeah. can't have screens, you can't have your phone, you can't have just like those easy pleasure centers. It's be it's when you're bored as a kid that you develop your creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I just like I went outside and I remember being a huge fan of like Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid, and I would go out there. And pretend I was fucking Dragon Ball Z and just having like a blast outside yep. by myself. Yep, that rules. It fucking ruled, dude. I had a, I had a whole of, cast of fucking characters. I had a they all lived up here figures. in my fucking head. Like these kids, like they do constantly need to be like doing something with their fucking phones or with a screen. Like I guarantee, like they and they're so like shitty about it too, because. At the end of class, if we're done cleaning up, they'll be like, can we be on our phones? I'm like, no. Like, why do you need to be on your fucking phone for the last two minutes of class? Like, seriously, what are you going to do in two minutes? That's another thing I didn't really. I don't know. Obviously, because cell phones weren't like super popular when we were in school. But Mm -hmm. like one of my cousins or whatever, he's a huge Star Wars nerd just like me. And I'll get like a message from him at like noon his time. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just watched this. I'm like, aren't you in fucking school? Like, how the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. And they got their Chromebooks, and sometimes they'll try to watch Netflix and shit. And, like, I've straight up told them, like, I'm not here to babysit you guys. I'm here to teach. Or kids if you're have... just going to watch, like, a movie through my class, like, you're only wasting your own time. I get paid to be here regardless. Yeah. Like, kids that always have, like, AirPods and stuff in. It's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. I do let them do, like, I let some of the eighth grade classes do that. Like, listen to music while they work mm-hmm. because, like, I listen to music while I work and draw and stuff. But, like, it, there are definitely some classes where, I'm like, absolutely fucking not because you're just going to be on your phone the entire time. <laughs> well, it's like one thing if it's like, hey, this is free time. And if, if, like, listening to music helps you focus or something, that's totally understandable. But if you're, like, in the middle of lecture and there's kids just, like, with them in their ears, it's like, what are you, what the fuck? Yeah, that pisses me off. I'll tell my kids, like, give me, like, two minutes of your attention, and then you can talk all you want. Yeah. Like, just give me two minutes. Or, like, there are occasions where, like, I'm also one of those teachers who never, like, denies a kid to use the restroom unless they, like, are using, like, obviously using it to get out of class. That's a different situation. But, like, if a kid asks me to go to the restroom, if I'm not, like, actively lecturing, 
Like, I'm going to say yes. And if I'm actively lecturing while they're or about to lecture, um, I tell them, like, wait until I'm done. And it's like two minutes, three minutes tops. Yeah. And then I let them go. Because, like, there were we all probably had teachers where it's like, no, you can't use the restroom. And then, like, that's the end of the conversation. And that, and that always fucking hands. sucks. Yeah. Like, in kindergarten, it's so shitty because, like, it's a human bodily function. I shouldn't, I'm not going to deny somebody using that unless it, like, obviously don't have to go because they're cutting class but i don't know i hated the teachers when you asked to go to the bathroom like i don't know can you like fuck Mm -hmm. you just tell me yes or no like i know what you fucking mean you know what i fucking mean (laughs) may i go to the bathroom fuck off yeah my response is i've heard that trope a million times i don't think i've ever met a teacher that actually did that shit yeah it if i had it happen or you've had it happen several times i had it happen when i was a kid that sucks so many dicks, dude. Mm-hmm. Even it as a, a dicks, even as a dude. child, I'm like, fuck you. Let me go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the, the Spanish fuck teacher you. we had who like gave us the, the bathroom passes, and if we didn't use them, we got like extra credit. But if we did use them, we oh, had like four of them, up, and if though. we used them up, we couldn't use the bathroom in our class for that's like the rest up. of the quarter. <laughs> you have to like strategically Baby. plan your piss. Yeah. So you're like a kid sitting stupid. in her class just like, I could piss now. But it's only January, and the semester goes for another five months. What yeah, if I have to like, piss more so later? Fucking stupid. Like, just let the kid go to the bathroom. What is he? He's gonna be gone for like two minutes, three if he's got to take a dump. Like, you can you can let him do that, and then fill him in when he gets back. Especially if it's an emergency. What are they gonna do if it's an emergency? No, you can't go. You don't have more potty passes. Like, fuck <laughs> you, lady. Piss your pants. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for ranting about youth. Thank you.